Hello, my friends. This is Chad. You're listening to the Cliff Notes feature of the Naked Leadership Podcast. Every Friday, we post a condensed version of this week's episode. Those of you that have little time to listen or want a quick reminder of the principles we discussed, we made this for you. If you're looking to enjoy the full conversation, just navigate back to the previous episode and you can listen to it in its entirety. Otherwise, get ready because there's a lot here in under five minutes. Let's go. Why we don't tell the truth. Why do we not tell the truth? And this connects to confidence in several ways. But why do I not tell the truth? Uh, because I am not resilient, meaning that I don't believe that once I express what's true or go out and put myself out there, that I will be able to sustain the self that I want to be. And so I don't have confidence. I don't have belief in faith and trust in that I am who I am, even if I'm pummeled to the ground, if I'm fully disintegrated, I'm standing with a belief that I will be the disintegration, not the one that continues to reconstitute myself, which is resilience, right? I come back from a hard time. If I believe that about myself, then with that comes an honest lifestyle. If I don't believe that about myself and I, and I haven't generated the internal scaffolding of self, then I can't afford honesty. Because if you're not integrated and don't know how to reintegrate over time, like bring it on. I'm just going to let this be so. And I believe in myself so much. I have confidence in myself that I will be able to take on whatever storms come. How often do you confuse who you are, confidently who you are, with who other people think you are? And how you know you're confident is that you withhold and later on you stand on your opinion like, why didn't you listen to me when you said nothing really? And you waited till they failed. I'm just, of course, confessing this, not pointing the finger at anybody. But, you know, it's I've done it. I've confessed it. I'm confessing it. I've done it. And it's hurt not only me, but it's hurt other people. And that's part of what helps me keep my head around it because I've seen the damage it can do. And, and if I get unconscious about it, if I stop being vigilant about the difference between my courage and my confidence. Because I discovered I was very confident because when things didn't work, I spoke up because I could make somebody wrong. So I was confident. I just didn't have the courage to take the risk when we first started the project. There's a connection between resilience and the true sense of what confidence is. People usually speak about confidence like it's an emotion. Confidence is fuel. It's not like a, I mean, it, it, it's a, it hits like a feeling. It is fuel. Like I, I trust myself and I have to also lead myself. There's times in which I am feeling and being the person I want to be. And it doesn't feel like I need confidence because I am confident it's happening. And so then I have to lead myself and call myself, call all my lesser angels to the table or get over whatever I'm going through and de-signify what I'm using to justify my lack of engagement. I have to trust my best self to pull my best self to the table, even when I don't show up like that a majority of the time. Confidence without courage is arrogance and courage without confidence is adventure. Courage without confidence. Like I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go not knowing if I can pull it off. I'm going to go not knowing how it's going to work out. I'm going to go. But you know why? Because I go. That's what I do. I go. And I go figure it out. And that's adventure. That's risk. That's venturing. And that's thrilling. I mean, it's frightening, but that's why it's thrilling. That's why it's, it's adventure. If you have courage and you move forward, it is confidence, but it's confidence in one domain, which is it's confidence in me. I don't have confidence or trust or know somebody else is going to do or what's going to happen in the situation. So you get one out of three and that's all you need or what the environment's going to do or anything out there. I, I don't know, but I do get one. I get one. I was like, I, I'm going to move forward based on my own convictions and I know who I'll be even after, you know, the falling or whatever doesn't work out. After that, I know who I'm going to be. That's really all you need in order to go live in 
you know, vital. I mean, usually when you say the word arrogant, you think about somebody that's really brash, but there's, there's, but that's not, that's not the most common form of arrogance. The most common form of arrogance is withholding. Like I know what's right. I'm not even going to honor this person or the situation of the future enough to speak what's right. I'm going to withhold to myself for myself to go prove myself right. And that's as arrogant as the guy that walks in the room with, you know, with all, with, with all the answers. 